Hey everybody, welcome to The Ripple with Juju. Good to have you all here. I'm glad you're listening. Please share. Um, This will be on Spotify. You can also find me on Instagram at Juju at The Ripple. I'm also on Facebook, Juju at The Ripple. Or you can find me under Marcy Munden as well. So it's come to my attention here recently that there was a death of someone that was sitting in an ayahuasca ceremony. Um, As many of you know, and probably more of you don't know, I've been working with plant medicine for about three years, since about July of 2018. That was the first time I partook of ayahuasca in a ceremonial setting. It definitely changed my life. It is a wonderful tool, as are all the plant medicines. But we need to keep quite a few things in mind when we're looking at working with plant medicines. Um, You know, there's a lot of YouTube videos. There's, There's stuff all over the place about plant medicines, whether it's ayahuasca, psilocybin, iboga, DMT, MDMA, um, and not that all of those are plant medicines, but they're psychedelics, um, 5-MeO-DMT, they're psychedelics that people are using to help get through trauma that people have had in their life. They're using it for treatment of various things, whether it's PTSD, depression, um, treatment-resistant depression, anxiety, all kinds of things. And there are plenty of studies that are being done at medical facilities, universities, that are looking at the efficacy of psychedelic therapy as far as treating various conditions. One thing we need to keep in mind, though, is that a lot of the medicine is underground. So when you're thinking about possibly partaking of a psychedelic in a ceremonial setting, hopefully, You have to be aware of a lot of things. First of all, don't rush into it. We get very anxious when we discover that there's a new tool out there that is not mainstream that we think will help us. And because a lot of us have been dealing with different mental health issues, physical issues, you know, and we've used a lot of different things. I know myself personally, I had tried various antidepressants for my depression over decades and nothing really worked the way that I thought it should work. So in our desperation, sometimes we just jump right in both feet into a setting that could possibly be unsafe, not just physically unsafe, but spiritually, mentally, emotionally unsafe. So there are some things that you need to keep in mind if you're pondering doing any psychedelic in a ceremonial setting. First of all, talk to people. You know, talk. join some groups that deal with psychedelic medicines in ceremonial settings 
and just hang out. Be a fly on the wall. Listen to what people are saying. Um, there are plenty of people that are doing this, that are serving this medicine. Some are wonderful and some not so much. And it's like with anything else. There's good doctors, bad doctors, good psychotherapists, bad psychotherapists. Um, you know, and when I say bad, I mean just not competent. They should not be doing the job that they're doing. So be patient. Ask around. Talk to people that have sat in ceremonial settings with these people and find out what they have to say. Good, bad, and the ugly. You know? And keep a notebook if you need to so you can keep track of it all. Um, there are a lot of questions that need to be asked. Um, you know, first of all, where will the ceremony be held? Set and setting, as you'll read in any anything written about psychedelics, set and setting is a big part of your journey. You need to feel safe. You need to feel comfortable. You need to feel cared for. So these are important things. So know where the ceremony is going to be held. Okay, a lot of times when people do psychedelics, they can be a little on the loud side because they're processing emotions. So if you're in a, you know, crowded neighborhood where you've got a neighbor 100 feet away and you start having um, a breakthrough, an emotional breakthrough, a spiritual breakthrough, and you're loud and you're crying and maybe even screaming, those neighbors are not going to know what to think. They're not going to know what's happening. Um, so understand set and setting. Um, I mean, you don't want to be, you know, 50 miles out in the middle of nowhere necessarily. Okay. But I'm saying you don't want to be in a, a setting where people are right on top of you and that could cause issues with law enforcement or whatever, or just nosy neighbors. Um, you need to talk to the person that is going to be serving the medicine and you need to find out what kind of staff they have, what kind of volunteers, helpers, uh, do they have a, a medical staff? Do they have people that are trained in CPR, advanced cardiac life support, um, first aid, because we all know shit happens. Okay. Um, so you need to, that helps with feeling safe in a ceremonial environment. If you know that they've got some kind of medical training, um, I'm not saying they need to necessarily be an EMT or a paramedic. Okay. But you need somebody that, you know, can keep you alive while they call 911. God forbid something happens. Okay, and I'm not saying any of this to scare anyone. I'm just saying it so that you can have the safest um, ceremony that's possible. Okay, um, you need to know how far are you from emergency services. God forbid something does happen and they have to call 911. How long is it going to take an ambulance to get to you? Okay. Um, do they require you to fill out medical forms, health history forms, medical releases? These are important things. Who are they going to contact in case of an emergency? Um, what are your allergies? All of these things should be on a medical form. The people that are running 
Psychedelic ceremonies need to know the health history of the people they are serving medicine to. They need to know your mental health history, your physical health history. They need to know, I mean, really, you got to give it all up to them, okay? Because they're there to hold space for you. And if they don't have all the information that they need, God forbid something goes sideways, okay? Then, uh, you know, you've got to be up front. You really got to spill all the beans. You've got to be up front. Are you smoking weed? Are you partaking of cannabis, CBD? Um, what kind of prescription medications are you taking? Because a lot of those prescription medications you need to be off of before you partake of any psychedelics, okay? Because there are a lot of interactions that happen, okay? Um, are you what kind of herbal supplements are you taking? A lot of herbal supplements act in the same way or very similar to prescription medications. Like St. John's wort works the same in the same capacity as antidepressants. Um, some of these medications and herbal supplements you should not be taking concurrently with doing plant medicines or any psychedelics. Okay, now there are a lot of people out there who say, oh no, I took psychedelics and I was still smoking weed. Okay, you know what? That's you. You decided to take that chance. And also, did you share that with your ceremony facilitator? Okay, there are a lot of things that can go sideways. Your best bet when it comes to a plant medicine ceremony or any type of psychedelic ceremony is to have your body in as clean a state as you can possibly get it, okay? Because first of all, there's that's what you go in with. You go in with a clean slate, okay? And your body can receive the medicine better. And as far as I'm concerned, it's a much better way to go into a psychedelic ceremony because it connotates respect. You must have respect for this medicine. Now, I know a lot of people have done a lot of psychedelics recreationally before they came to psychedelics in a ceremonial setting, in a healing setting. So it's kind of like you got to switch gears here. Um, I mean, you know, I say you got to switch gears. You don't got to do nothing. But you know what? If you're going to do this to help your, yourself heal, then go into it with reverence because then you're going to get the most out of it. Respect your body, respect the ceremony, respect the medicine, okay? And please be honest with your facilitators. Um, some other things too, um, you need to ask the ceremony facilitator how many participants are going to be there. What is the participant to staff ratio? I mean, if you've got 50 people sitting in ceremony and they've only got five people on staff to handle things, sorry, that five to one is not going to work. It doesn't work optimally, okay? And I have worked in <clears throat> ceremonial settings as uh, medical personnel, and I've seen things go sideways real quick with multiple people simultaneously. And it was a hell of a juggle. Thank the gods people were safe. But let me tell you, you don't want to take that chance. Okay? Um, 
And like I said, respect the medicine. Understand that this is a ceremony um, and it's not a recreational setting. Um, also talk to the ceremony facilitator slash facilitators. What kind of follow-up care do they provide? What kind of integration do they provide? Because you need to integrate your experience with psychedelics, okay? And by integration, I mean, it's big. Psychedelics are big. They're, they're intense on your psyche. They can be intense physically, emotionally, okay? So this psychedelic experience that you've just had in a ceremonial setting, it's going to have a profound effect on you, okay? So now you're in a position where you've had this psychedelic experience maybe you've had visions maybe it was you had to relive some trauma i mean there were multiple aspects of a journey that need to be processed on multiple levels by you okay so and this process can take months to get through okay are these people that facilitated this ceremony, are they going to be available to you? I mean, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you have a flashback of something that came to you while you were in ceremony and it causes a physical response, an emotional response in you, you're going to need to discuss that with somebody. Okay? So an integration, integration of some sort, whether it's calls, Zoom, um getting face to face with somebody in like an integration circle post ceremony is priceless. Okay. Because that's where the healing really settles in. Okay. Because you need to learn how to take what you got in ceremony and start to apply it to your daily life. I mean, that's the whole point, isn't it? of going into a plant medicine ceremony is to heal. So you'll be shown things, you'll experience things, and you'll want to take these things and learn how to apply them to your day-to-day -day life. And it's not an easy task, okay? It is not an easy task at all, and you need support, okay? This is not one of those things you can do on your own all by yourself. Okay, um, the connection to the plant medicine, to the people that you were with in ceremony is priceless. The integration is priceless. So please ask your ceremony facilitators what kind of integration care they provide, what kind of integration support they provide. It's so, so important. Um, I've been blessed with a wonderful, wonderful tribe of people that I can bounce things off of morning, noon, and night if I need to. Um, because things come up, you know. We go into this plant medicine. I'm having to get on my dog because she's chewing on her toes. Sorry about that. We go into this plant medicine because we're looking to be better people. We're looking to evolve. We're looking to heal. Um, and one of the things that we need to remember when we're working with plant medicine 
is it is a tool. Okay, it is a tool for us to heal ourselves. It is not the medicine that heals us per se. It is not the shaman, the curandero, the ayahuascaro. It, it, those are all tools. And anybody that works in ceremony facilitating any of the plant medicine slash psychedelics, if that's not how they feel, I would probably look elsewhere because then they might have too much of some ego going on there. And I'm not saying that ego is a bad thing, but I have seen ceremony facilitators of plant medicines and psychedelics who had such a big ego that they were like, yes, I am healing you. I am the one to heal you. I will heal you. Um, that's a load of shit. Just so you know. Okay. Um, so know that you are the medicine. You process the information that the medicine brings to you, that you experience. Um, what else can I tell you? I just want everybody to be safe. Um, working with plant medicines has been, is, is on the upswing. I mean, it's like this whole revival culture. Um, and especially with all the science that's being done on it now. I mean, hopefully someday... You know, all of the psychics will be legalized and being used in therapeutic settings um, on the up and up. And, you know, nobody will have to be underground anymore. But when people don't act responsibly serving this medicine and people die, it's not good. Okay? It's not good at all. That's how things wind up being illegal. And then it's got to stay underground. Okay, this medicines, these medicines, these psychedelic medicines used in a therapeutic setting need to be available to the people that need them. Um, and if we have irresponsible facilitators out there just, you know, throwing psychedelics around all willy nilly without taking your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health into consideration, then we're, we're going to wind up in a bad spot. So, um, if anybody has any questions about, um, plant medicine, psychedelic medicines, I am by no means an expert. I don't, I don't think I'm an expert on anything, but I do know a little about a lot of things and having worked with plant medicine, um, both professionally and for myself and my own healing, um, you know, I know, I know some stuff. So if you have any questions, you can find me on Facebook, Juju at the Ripple or the Ripple. You can also find me on Instagram, Juju at the Ripple. You can find me at my email, <laughs> gypsycambo at gmail.com. That's gypsy, G-Y-P-S-Y. Cambo, K-A-M-B-O, at gmail.com. Um, if you have any questions about Cambo, you can always go to gypsycambo.com. That is my website. I'm a facilitator of Cambo Medicine, and that website will explain a lot about Cambo and what Cambo is. It is not a psychedelic. Um, that was just my own personal little plug. <laughs> so I'm allowed to do that. Okay. 
Y'all have a good day. Bye.